Hey folks, welcome to episode 63 of Podcast Fat Boy, and it's brought to you by the 34th year anniversary of the Danny DeVito Billy Crystal classic, Throw Mama from the Train. Writer teacher Larry Donner, played by Billy Crystal, and his student Owen Lift, played by DeVito, have a lot in common. The women in their lives are driving them mad. Larry's ex-wife, Margaret, played by Kate Mulgrew, stole his novel and made it her own bestseller. And Owen's mother, played by the late Anne Ramsey, is a monster. But Owen has a plan to kill both problems, literally. Guys, check it out. 34 years. Throw mama from the train. Who's a fat boy? back hey guys welcome back to the show you know it's been a real slog to, to get this episode recorded i'm really pushing it right now it is a, a long day you know i've uh, i've wrestled with a desk chair trying to fix it and you know after many hours i i was able to do it but you know you're you're gripping and you're forcing pliers and you're you're just uh, you're doing like a little crossfit on a desk chair and that's what it feels like. I feel exhausted. But uh, you know what? I'm here to give the good, so don't you worry about that. The chair is fine. I am fine. And you know, like, how's everyone doing? It's been a little bit of a while since the last episode, you know. Still trying to get the two episodes a month. Haven't done a March one. We're in spring now. We're in spring you know, we're getting more light. Uh, the clocks are ahead. Time is is feeling weird still you know we just don't know what's happening we're not seeing friends and family we're all waiting for the vaccine you know and i think that's what's the the challenging thing right now as we wait for the vaccine and then we also watch all these variants that are more contagious and more deadly it's really a race against time here and our government just can't seem to get the shit together am i right or am i friggin' right oh man you know Lots going on, lots going on, you know, uh, I'll get to the fitness update soon. I'm going to try and actually keep this one a little bit tighter because, you know, I have, uh, uh, you know, I, I haven't recorded in a while, so you don't want to drift off too far when you are, you know, out of the game a little bit. Uh, sorry for those who have been waiting, you know, for that bi-weekly pod drop. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get the two in for March because it is the 28th as a, wait, it's the 29th that we're recording. So it means that, uh, I'd have to record another one Wednesday and I don't think anybody wants that. So maybe I'll try to make it up, but maybe I won't, you know, I've had a lot of good resolutions happening that I haven't even really planned for, but we'll get to that in the fitness update, let's just get to some friggin' birthdays. People are turning, they're turning the dial here, folks. And you know what? We got to wish them well, you know, some, some big fucking B days. So like, where do we even start today? Okay. March the 29th. We got some big ones. The biggest one, Lucy Lawless. She's 53 fucking Xena. Remember fucking Xena? I love that she fucking came after Kevin Sorbo on Twitter. 
fucking all this bullshit QAnon conspiracy crap. That is oh fucking Kevin Sorbo. Fucking hate that guy. Brennan Gleason, 66, great Irish actor. Brennan Gleason, you know his mug if you saw him. Classic Irish face. Son does a lot of acting. Brennan Gleason, I like him a lot. He's a great actor. Happy fucking birthday. Amy Sedaris is 60. Amy Sedaris, you remember her from Strangers with Candy. I remember her from Elf. She played the receptionist. Very hilarious comedian. Sister of uh, David Sedaris. Writer. Yeah, she's one of those actresses like I talked about before with, you know, Dana Carvey that she should be more stuff, you know? Uh, ooh, Chris D'Elia. <laughs> Not having a good couple years, dude. He's 41 today and, you know, can't really seem to... I just... Just looking at the picture of him right now is... He's just a horrifying, greasy dude. And uh, he he's having a hard time atoning for all his uh, sexual exploits with minors and whatnot uh tough it'll be a tough road back man so uh enjoy that birthday i'm sure he doesn't drink or smoke so i'm sure he's just uh i don't know staring at a fucking wall and wondering when uh it's gonna end but uh a a comedian that's doing pretty all right mr eric idol monty python is 78 can you believe it Oh, man, it's going to be sad. More of these freaking pythons are dying. They're starting to drop. And, you know, when the final one goes, it's, uh, you know, not a lot of people will care, but it'll be the the true end of an era. I mean, he's 78. Holy shit, Eric Idle. Strange cat. It seems like he'd be a lot of fun, you know. And then, uh, you know, not really a ton of well wishing that, you know, I just don't know some of these people, so I, I don't know uh, if I feel inclined to wish happy birthday, but I do know Paul Herman. He's 75 years old. Paul Herman. Who the fuck is Paul Herman? He's a fucking character actor. You might remember him as Beansy from fucking Sopranos. Gets run over. Paralyzed. <laughs> Poor guy. He's a real sad sack, but uh, Beansy had his purpose. And uh, that's, that, that's pretty much it for the goddamn birthdays everybody have a if you know you're born on the 29th you're in a march enjoy that goddamn birthday would you all right so uh let's get to the fitness update fitness update okay so we've had some shit going on here okay i've been really busy with uh, work and this and auditions and that and it's just uh you know once the schedule gets a little more amped up that's when shit gets real hard to get your you know like i was on a really good you know four to five day workout thing and i'm just barely keeping up with doing three days a week so i'm still doing three but it's been really tough and you know i've got an award an award on my apple watch fitness thing I got to work out tomorrow and Wednesday to get this badge for 17 workouts, 17 like full days of exercise over the month. So I'm at 15 right now. So, you know, I'm going to, you know, feeling pretty exhausted. Obviously, I'm not going to do that tonight, but I will get those days in because it does bring me a lot of dumb joy to, uh, get stupid badges like treasure island i used to play that game as a kid you know i'm i feel like i'm trying to catch those little elves with a scroll in their hand 
And so I've run into some issues with the uh, exercise bike. You know, I talk a lot about exercise bikes on this podcast, everybody. You know, I've bought one. I've taken it back. I'm having some hard trouble with Amazon. My uh, second bike now has a part that needs to be replaced. It's the resistance dial, the thing that controls the tension of the bike. It's uh, the threads on it are, are fucked. They're bent and I can't screw it down very far because the middle part of this resistance bar isn't fucking working. So I contacted the company. They got back to me fast. Uh, so I'm just waiting now for this thing that hopefully will fix it. Uh, and you know, I, I want to do a review on this bike. I want to post it on Amazon, but you know, I've been putting it off cause I'm just like, I want to make sure that, you know, it, it gets through a certain threshold of time. And you know, it's been over three months. I've done about 570 kilometers on it. And now we've got a major thing. Like I'm, I'm currently using dealer chips, you know, from poker to, uh, <laughs> let's just say make the resistance bar work so that I can actually have a workout. So it's working and, uh, you know, it's exhausting. It just means instead of me having like, uh, a difference of one to a hundred, it's about one to four. And, uh, once you hit two, it's pretty difficult. So maybe that's been my problem too, a little bit, you know, it plays on my mind. That's why it's been harder to exercise, but I'm still getting through it. I'll get back on it today. Literally fighting with this desk chair today. I feel like I've been at a CrossFit gym. I just, I feel friggin' wild right now, but you know, we're keeping with the fitness, trying to, you know, make, stay positive and not let it get too negative, uh, with, you know, uh, thoughts creeping in. Why bother? Who gives a shit? What does it really matter anyway? You know, get a lot of that negative stuff in and you really have to just kind of keep pushing through and that stuff starts to simmer down a little bit. It's going to pop up, you know, it's like that game where you're smashing the goddamn gopher heads down. It pops up a little bit and you just got to pop her back down. And then everything will be fine. Health news. News that is health related. Okay, so like speaking of the exercise bike, got me thinking of the Peloton. You know, I've made fun of the Peloton. I've compared the Peloton to my own exercise bike. I think I've vowed on this podcast that I would never buy one because they're, you know, $2,500. You can you know, finance them with 0% interest. There are some stipulations to that though, which I'll get into, but I will say that I still have a very strong prediction that Peloton is going to like the demand for it is going to go down, especially once things get back to normal a little bit, people will not be, you know, ordering these bikes because they're stuck at home. They're going to be going back to their gyms. And I think a lot of people are going to be like, oh shit, I've got five years left to pay for this bike. What the hell do I do? I barely ride the thing. If you're not riding that bike four times a week, uh, you are wasting your money. It's uh, way too expensive for that. And they're having all kinds of shipment problems right now. People are canceling their orders just because of how long it's taking. Uh, it's, some people are backlogged at like 14 weeks. You know, it's, they said seven, they got stretched to double that. And that's like 
pretty rough. So they're obviously having some, you know, the Suez Canal issues. It was, it was long. Hopefully that wasn't just full of Pelotons because uh, that would have been really tough on them because they've been battling these shipment issues much longer than the uh, Suez Canal blockage that is now opened up again. But, you know, uh, I found an article talking about, uh, you know, financial planners, uh, if it makes sense for you to get a Peloton, right? And I'd say like, the, the main things you got to be aware of is that like, for one, they do a, like a soft credit check. So they're going to like do a, you know, a soft pull. It won't ding your score, but if you do not qualify, if you do not have good credit, you're not going to get the 0% financing. So if you can't get that, don't even think about getting this bike because holy shit, it'd be like 10, 10 to 30% interest on uh, your payments. It'd be fucking crazy. Uh, you know, you got to ask yourself, how long will you finance it for? How often will you use the item? How much will the bike ultimately cost, including all of the interest charges? Like all these things you got to put in to perspective, see if it works for you and then make a decision, you know? Uh, but they seem to be recommending that if you do buy it, do finance the bike, you know, don't, unless you just want to get the $2,500 thing out of your way, do it that way. But, uh, you know, why not take advantage of something like that and, uh, not, not, not eat, not eat it up. You know what I mean? Don't eat it, eat it up. So yeah, they're spending millions and millions of dollars to fix the shipping delays. They've put a hundred million dollars into their shipping, trying to get, you know, more sea freight, trying to get more planes and stuff like that. But, uh, it's not looking good. It doesn't look good on the company. And there's a lot of competitors coming out now that are, they also have $2,500 bikes. Uh, it makes me think like, yeah, see, that's why I don't get, you know, my bike is all fucked up, but I don't get too bent out of shape because I paid, you know, like it was a gift, but it was a $380 bike compared to this. You know what? If I got to grease it up a little bit, tighten some knobs, replace some threads, then I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I don't really give a shit because I'm winning here. I'm exercising and I can, you know, get, I can subscribe to fucking Peloton if I want to do their goddamn classes. It doesn't matter. Oh, gracious. Um, okay, so some other health news. This is personal health news, but, uh, you know, I have stopped biting my nails. This is a big fucking deal because we all know how disgusting, you know, putting your hands in your mouth, especially during COVID. It's a lot worse, but, you know, like, well, I think I talked on the pod about some New Year's resolutions and I said, like, Oh, like, what should I say? Like, I'm going to stop biting my fingers. Like, that's going to happen. And, you know, I think I talked and said that I broke a tooth and I <laughs> biting my fingers. And that was kind of the the line for me. Uh, also, because I can't, I can't use that tooth anymore. I'm scared that I would do it again uh, and, you know, do something to the filling. So I just stopped doing it. And now it's been almost two fucking months. This is the first time probably in my whole life that I haven't had an oral fixation and I'm very proud of myself. And, uh, thanks everybody for the support and the output. It, uh, it means a lot. And also like my teeth, 
uh, hygiene has been great. I've been flossing. I'm wearing my night guard. You know, that makes me feel good too. It makes me feel like I'm, you know, doing something right here, folks. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, so some people actually, they just deal with it. You know, yeah, I'm proud that I've stopped and, uh, you know, that's, that, that's pretty much it in the health fitness world. Okay. So we got like a couple of things to talk about. The first thing is, uh, you know, this is always a tough thing to read about. You know, there's obviously the coronavirus going on. Uh, you know, you're hearing all kinds of symptoms. I was sure I had it a couple days ago. I woke up, had a headache. My fucking throat was a little bit sore. Uh, I was really tired and, you know, I just was like, fuck, here we go. Here we go. So I ended up sleeping on the couch and I like wore a mask inside, you know, like I was, I was pretty worried, but then, you know, I think it, it could have been my allergies or whatnot. When all those symptoms went away, um, you know, think I'm totally fine, but you know, there's always this constant worry and then you're just hearing all this other stuff now about the coronavirus as you know, it's causing diabetes. It causes blood clots. It causes, you know, uh, brain disorders and all kinds of shit. And then like this poor fella in Ohio suffered a painful three hour erection before dying of COVID. A three hour erection. Painful. The man was 69 too. So probably really fucking <laughs> scared the shit out of him. But um, what happened was they flipped him over. He was like lying face down for 12 hours. I guess he's, you know, in pretty rough shape. And I guess when they flipped it over, they saw like, whoa, I didn't realize that mountain equipment co-op was still going. I thought it shut down. <laughs> He's popping a tent. Uh, I should make fun of this. The man died pretty much of it. Uh, but you know, he, Oh God, he, uh, they couldn't get it down. They put some ice on it. It wouldn't work. So they actually had to drain blood from his penis with a needle. And, uh, you know, he, they sedated him and I think he died shortly afterwards. Oh my God. It's like, I know this is rare, but God damn, does, does this have to, does it have to be all the worst shit in the world coming from this fucking thing? I really think it's the earth. The earth is trying to scrape us off. We are like sea lice and it is trying to just rip off the skin uh, and ex expunge the human race uh, with all this shit. But give me that drip so I can fight back. Give me the drip. Give me the vaccine. Um, now, you know, this is a pro fast food podcast. We're one of the only pro fast food fitness podcasts in the industry. We're very proud of that. And, you know, uh, you know that I'm a pro Big Mac, but I try not to look too far into it because I do know that you know, Big Macs are really bad for you. You know, there's a lot of bad ingredients in it. There's actually 54 ingredients 
that are required to make a Big Mac. And on insider.com, like a, I think a food wars host teamed with a scientist and the scientist is like, I'm going to create everything in the Big Mac from scratch. And that's like the processed cheese, the, the, you know, the Big Mac sauce, which, you know, they, there's a couple ingredients are secret, so they have to do it, but it's like not even just mixing food ingredients. It's like some terrible, terrible fucking chemicals in in the Big Mac. And I'll just play a little bit of it so you can hear uh, right off the bat uh, just how bad some of them are. This one right here is alum. This is potassium aluminium sulfate, and it's primarily used in things like leather tanning, in dyeing, and in fireproofing textiles. It's pretty strong stuff. For example, if you boil some of this, uh, it can actually dissolve steel in just oh. a few hours. Dissolve okay, steel. We're one, we're one chemical in, and already we're talking about dissolving steel, Yeah. You say? Yeah, no, he said steel. Um, no. <laughs> I know. Harry, please be careful. Be careful. Put on some gloves, gloves. for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, put on some gloves. This one right here is soy lecithin. You've probably heard my Food Wars co-host Joey mispronounce this one a million times. Lechithin. 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 Soy lecithin. It's a lubricant and an emulsifier. Okay. It's considered safe for consumption, but there have been some preliminary studies to suggest that overconsumption may promote depression, which is kind of the last thing I need. <laughs> but what exactly do we mean by emulsifier? Well, as we all know, oil and water don't usually mix. An emulsifier is something which helps you get around that problem. In the Big right. Mac, it's used in the cheese and the sauce, just to kind of help everything stay together. And finally, we have polysorbate 80, otherwise known as polyoxyethylene sorbitan monooleate, or the more catchy tween. Now, this might come in a handy applesauce-style pouch, but it's probably our most controversial chemical here. Studies have shown that it can lead to an increase in colon cancer and infertility in mice. Oh, great. It's not a guarantee to say that it will do the same to humans, but it's probably not the best sign. Probably not. We're pretty close to them. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Slice. Okay, so he's he, he's making... Now they're going to get into the cheese. Pasteurized American cheese. <laughs> so... It's, uh, it, you know, I'll post the link to it if you want. You can watch the whole thing on Insider. Uh, they do, like, a pretty amazing job to make processed cheese. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot of disgusting fucking things that are, are that go into the McDonald's Big Mac. I guess one of those ingredients used to fireproof stuff and... Uh, <laughs> dissolve metal jesus christ what the fuck it's just uh i think they even talk about like the pickles like they they put all kinds of chemicals in that shit to make it crunchy and it just the whole thing tastes so fucking manufactured i think that's why i wish i was just a robot that could eat big macs if i ever was to become some kind of android i'd be like just can I still eat Big Macs? Like, does Data... I wish Data ate Big Macs on Star Trek. <laughs> no, I wish that was... He was just always... And I would have been like, why didn't they, you know, good on them for not, uh, you know, asking the computer for some product placement, you know? Computer, uh, make me a double Big Mac. You know, like, they never did that. There was always just meat and potatoes, some dumb drink, uh, <laughs> a nice, a fancy dessert. I feel like they use it mostly for dessert. Getting on a bit of a rant here about TNG. But uh, the last thing 
I want to talk about before I go is the Seaspiracy. Now, look, I never saw the Cowspiracy doc, and I haven't read all of the, you know, reviews against it. You know, people are, some people got issues with this guy making these documentaries, but it seems pretty fucking simple to me. There was just a lot of things that I wasn't really, I didn't really understand that, you know, you know, I've come after like shark fin soup on this podcast. I've made some jokes about how we should turn the, the shark, you know, make edible undies, uh, as the base chemical for, uh, you know, a manufactured shark fin. And I, I did manufacture it for a while. I had a supplier in Asia and, uh, it did quite well. And, uh, you know, that's just only one of the, the problems. Yes. Killing the sharks. A lot of sharks get killed just for that. And that is, you know, we lose our sharks, everything's going to fall apart. But it's the overfishing and the fucking blue checks on your tuna can. It's all bullshit. It's all fucking bullshit. They're all owned by these like same companies and fishermen just like come off the bone and be like, I didn't kill any dolphins, don't worry. And apparently the biggest way that fish die is called bycatch. And, you know, like, I, how can you believe anything these days? But it just seems real legit that the problem is just fishing. It's like, we can't, we just can't get enough. We just can't get enough. We fish, we fucking just fish like crazy, man. We're killing so many fish and we're eating fucking salmon that's painted pink. And it's, you know, they're all, they all have sea lice and they're fucking these farms and, you know, check it out. I'm just saying that maybe I got to stop eating fish. I think, you know, I think, uh, I think we all need to stop eating fucking fish, man. Cause if we fuck up the ocean and you know, we stop getting oxygen from the ocean cause we get like 85% of it from the fucking ocean, then we're fucked. You know, if we get like dead oceans, Oh man, it's just, uh, it's not good. It's not fucking good. And, uh, I know, you know, I'm biased. I do eat meat and I, that fish is like the least I eat, but you know, I think it's uh, it's worth watching and it's worth thinking about in in a way where you know it might not be so much. I know plastic is a big problem. That's pretty much what the doc is saying. Is like there's a lot of focus by environmental groups on plastic and plastic straws and in noses of sea turtles, but it's all the fucking fishing equipment, fishing lines, all that shit. Apparently, that is just the main thing that is floating around in the water and is killing all of these fish is uh, not good. We need to do something about it or we got to kiss humanity. Goodbye. Bit of a bummer. Episode 63. You know, it was tough. That was a tough one. I hope it was okay. I hope everyone had a good time. Check out from mama from the train and Ramsey nominated for an Oscar. She's the fucking greatest. And Ramsey also, my top pick would have to play Tony Soprano's mom. Fucking don't at me on it, okay? She would have been great.